Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping. All right, guys? Um, Right now, you'll find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm also going to be way more active now on YouTube. I've been hinting at some things, and I'm finally narrowed it down to what I want to do. So I want to break it down to you right now. Uh, On YouTube... I will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out. You guys seem to be loving every reaction episode I put out and every quick hitter episode I put out are off the charts, both of them. So I will start with reaction episodes and I will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well. Um, Fantastic. The response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts. I just want you guys to know. I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to um, uh, YouTube and like and subscribe. And also go to Spotify and leave a star review. Uh, Hopefully it's a five-star review. Follow there as well. And hit me up on the DM and I will send you new stickers. And I have wrist bracelets. The ones that old Lance Armstrong used to have. But they are blue with the Michigan Maniac uh, on it. And let's face it, this is the football rant, but we are all Michigan Maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to um, Spotify in the bio, you can hit uh, the voicemail voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing. Please leave your voicemail and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get. If I don't get any voicemails, it'll continue just to be ask me anything. Either way, I'm hoping that you guys get involved. I want to be more uh, retro. I want to be more active with you guys. Okay. Also, you go to the bio in Spotify And you can support this podcast for a mere $4.99 a month. I think there's three options, $0.99, $4.99, and $9.99. Either one, I really don't care either one you want. You go ahead and support this podcast, and it will allow me to buy shirts, hats, and all the other stickers and uh, bracelets that I can pay for. That's all I want to do is just give back to the Maniac Society that has been so good to me. So I appreciate you guys. Go through all this. If you can, let me know, and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, To me, you always be the silent majority. There's a few of you I hear from constantly, but the numbers have just been increasing, and it is fantastic. It is getting to the point... Um, it's getting to the point where we are almost pre-COVID numbers, and that's exciting. And I have only you to thank. So thank you very much, guys. Once again, go to YouTube, go to Spotify, like and subscribe on both, leave a review on both, hit me up on the DMs, and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is off that is offered, and I will also send you a hat 
once the the new hats come out i want you to pick which one and i will send them out i just want to make you guys happy that's all i want to do so i hope we can just crush it and i hope you love this week's episode hey michigan maniacs this is michigan football rant and i am your host adam brewer um obviously guys go to um spotify and all places that uh podcasts are distributed and listened to and go ahead and give us a like and a thumbs up and all that kind of lovely stuff follow uh rate and blah 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 all the really good stuff that keeps me getting noticed by all you wonderful michigan football fans all right so today uh it's been a while since i've been on here so we got a few things to talk about i i wouldn't say this might be one of the longer episodes but it you know it's just something that's been on my mind a bit and I just want to talk about something so we have some, you know, get the, the followership up a bit, you know, um, actually to be quite honest, I just want to talk about Michigan football for a little bit, completely 100% honest with you, I've missed talking about it and that's what I just wanted to do, um, so just a couple subjects, right, uh, today we'll go over my thoughts on Donovan Edwards injury. I know that's old news at this point, but as you've noticed, I haven't been on here for a while. Um, the most dangerous games I think Michigan and Ohio State will both be playing this season. And then that's really about it, to be quite honest. I might throw in like the most surprising team that I think might be out there this season in the uh, Big Ten. But outside of that, that's really about what we're going to do. Um, so getting going with that is... It, was anybody else completely floored by the the discovery that Donovan Edwards had a partially torn patella tendon in like the what second game of the season, and we still ran the ball ninety percent of the time instead of trying to get our wide receivers into the game, you know, really get them to be a part of the whole offensive scheme of things. We just continue to run these four kids into the ground. I mean, for God's sakes, at one point, at the end of the season, Donovan Edwards had one one leg he was basically running on and a broken hand, and he only had and one hand. So could you imagine what this kid could have done if he was 100% healthy? And I mean, I know it's football, so you're probably never going to be 100% healthy. I get it. But... I don't think it helps that we ran the ball so much. I mean, it's ridiculous. This has got to be a a huge alarm bell for for Harbaugh. I mean, maybe it was Matt Weiss and just Matt Weiss had no idea what he was doing because he was either doing computer crimes or what is that, looking at porn or whatever he was doing or or doing taking tests for for the cheerleaders on the team. I don't know what he was up to, but whatever it was, it was clearly not coaching or scheming college football um, in the passing down the field variety. Uh, so can we just please, no matter what, can we just try and save our running backs so this way they can be available for the end of the season? And I know I've said this a lot, but this is going to be something I harp on for quite a bit. That's an alarming little tidbit of news to find out that our second string and some may say our best running back 
overall, right, catching, receiving, uh, catching, receiving, same stupid thing. You know, our best receiving out of the, I mean, run great routes, runs the ball well, fast, all of it. Had one broken hand and one partially torn patella tendon. No wonder we had a converted linebacker as our running back in the last couple games of the season. I mean, for God's sakes, let's just convert linebackers into running backs instead of, you know what, throwing the ball occasionally. I don't know. It, that part really just annoyed me. I don't get it. Like, what are you so effing worried about? You know, you can still make running our, running the ball our identity and being tough-nosed our identity and still throw the ball about 40% of the time. And maybe, just maybe, it helps keep our running backs healthy to where we don't have to convert a linebacker who fumbled the ball, by the way, in the TCU game. Maybe if Donovan Edwards had both healthy legs, he could have scored that touchdown on the first play of the game against TCU. And we wouldn't have had to worry about a tight end pass, reverse, whatever the stupid... Oh my god, that was the dumbest play ever. Anyways, please. And I'm not asking for us to come out in four wide receiver sets. Because we've done nothing to really build up our wide receivers. So there's nobody scared of a four wide receiver set from Michigan right now. Because who's going to be out there that just terrifies you? Roman Wilson has a lot of potential, but have we seen him really do anything yet? No, and I don't blame Roman. I don't blame Roman Wilson for that. I blame the coaching staff for that. Uh, Cornelius, do he had one great game against uh, Ohio State, but outside of that, what else has he done? That's not his fault. That's the coaching staff's fault. So please, let's not now overreact and then just start throwing the ball with four wide receiver sets when we don't even have wide receivers who can do it. My idea is this: you want to be tough nose. You want to be, in my opinion, throw the ball more. Three tight end sets. I know I've said this again. It's the off season, not a lot going on. So get ready to listen to it again. Three wide receive, three tight end sets. This way you can run the ball in any formation. They don't know if we're going to pass it or not. You have three wide. You have three tight ends that can block, and they can run and run good routes, and they can catch the ball, and they create matchup nightmares for people why and then every once in a while throw in a four wide receiver set or a three wide receiver set and maybe we can cultivate some talent or at least get them enough like competency out there to where they can run good routes maybe now also since this is jj's first full season as a starter and his second season overall as a starter Maybe we can start opening up the playbook and throwing more. Throwing more complex routes out there. Maybe that'll help, too. I don't know. But, I mean, it is, in my opinion, completely unacceptable that our that our one, our backup, our one of our great running backs, our one-two punch, had a torn or a partially torn patella tendon for, for the majority of the season. And I know, okay, he, he probably tore in that in the Hawaii game with the, the pass or whatever, but still... He was still out there running the ball. <sighs> so frustrating. So fucking frustrating. So anyways, that's my opinion. Three three tight end sets. I mean, Barner, Hibbard, or Hibner, and, uh, and Loveland can completely dominate games. Our red zone will be more efficient 
because you can throw out bigger packages. You don't know if we're going to run the ball, and they're go and I mean, look at Barner in the spring game. Look how look what he did in the red zone. Unbelievable. He is a matchup nightmare. Matchup nightmare. Same thing with Corden, Cor uh, Corbin Loveland. I don't know, it's been a while, sorry guys. Um, just my opinion, alright? Now too, let's get into the other part of this so I can get on out of here. Is uh, Michigan-Ohio State, obviously, the two best teams in the Big Ten, right? Also reside in the Big Ten East. We also have a third in that with Penn State. I'm not going to really bother us with Penn State. I think they're a very, very, very talented team. Now, obviously, they're a nightmare when you play them at home. I don't trust their coaching. I think their coaching is a joke, to be quite honest. Their head coach is a dork. Uh, he's a bald-headed head cheerleader who really just, does he know football? I don't think so. I think he got a lot of credit for doing something with Vanderbilt that not a lot of people have ever done at Vanderbilt, so he got a lot more credit than he actually deserves. So, eh, not just... I still think Penn State is always going to be a threat, always, just because of how well they recruit, because it is Penn State, and their home their home field advantage is unbelievable. So with that, I think they'll be 10-2 and two easily. I mean easily. And I think their two losses will be Michigan and Ohio State. Um, but with us, first of all, I think isn't this, this could really be the first year Ohio State has maybe three losses. And I mean legit. Like, I know I hate Ohio. I know I hate them. But, I mean, obviously they're talented. But there's one thing. We don't know what their quarterback situation is going to be like, right? So with that being said, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure both the guys they have are really amazing. Will be amazing college football quarterbacks. Because why not? Until proven otherwise, Ohio State really nails it down when it comes to quarterbacks, right? Also with... With their coaching staff, Ryan Day has proven that he can coach offense, like at least the quarterback position. So, but we don't know yet. So I'm not willing to say that, oh, yeah, they're amazing, whatever. But look at the teams, look at the, the games they're going to play this season. You've got at Notre Dame, which is going to be dangerous, right? And then you've got Maryland, Penn State, and then at Wisconsin. Now, I think that potentially, I think that Notre Dame game, at, I think they're going to lose that. I, I really do. It's early in the season. We all know Ohio State doesn't do well early in the season, right? It's at Notre Dame. I, I think last year, Notre Dame just had no offensive presence whatsoever as the quarterback or anything. So... And they, they only and they held Ohio State to twenty one points with that amazing offensive talent that they had there. So I really do believe this is the year Notre Dame gets Ohio State. Um, Maryland always plays Ohio State tough. Um, I think also Maryland's one of those teams that if you don't pay attention to them, they can jump up and bite you right in the butt, and it, that'll be a loss that you're going to look back on and be like, ah. And that could also potentially be a really they're in the East, so it's hard to say that they're going to jump up into the top three of the Big East. But they could be a solid big, like, fourth in the Big Ten, which means that even if they're the fourth in the Big Ten East, that means they're probably fourth, maybe fifth in the Big Ten overall. 
I mean, what are we talking about? Wisconsin and Iowa are really the only two in the Big Ten West that we really have to worry about. And then that brings us to Wisconsin. Ohio State's got to go to Wisconsin and play. Now, you've got Fickle, who is who did amazing things at Cincinnati, got into a playoff, uh, playoff game. Also, he's the, what was he? He was 6-6 six and six at Ohio State the one year that he coached there as their head coach. Um, not that I think he knows them inside and out now, obviously, because it's been a while since he's been there. But you're bringing a, you've got a guy who used to coach there who wants to probably, he probably has some hard feelings for them for bouncing him as fast as they did. But, I mean, why wouldn't you when you had Urban Meyer in the wings? Um, I think he has something to prove, and it's in Wisconsin. So I would say that's another dangerous game. Um and then you got Penn State. They have to play Penn State at the horseshoe. More than likely going to be a win for them there. Uh, but Penn State, once again, played Ohio State very, they always play Ohio State very tough. This is a potential three-loss season for Ohio State. That's not even throwing in the almost guarantee loss they have against us coming up in the big house. So maybe they have four losses this year. How great would that be? Oh, my God, how great would that be if Ohio State had four losses this year? Because, I mean, wide receivers are amazing. They have four unbelievable wide receivers. But if your quarterback sucks or even is average, how great are those wide receivers going to be? I'm one, unless you're like Randy Moss or somebody truly amazing, which they do have in Marvin Harrison Jr. But, I mean, well, Randy Moss, that's lofty expectations right there. I mean, amazing. But, you know, wide receiver is a very quarterback-dependent position. So we'll see, right? I mean, God, how great would it be? Ohio State loses four games this season? Oh, my goodness. That would be just beautiful. Which now takes us to us. We have five, uh, yeah, about five games. that I'm not, only about two or three of them that I'm really nervous about. Uh, well, six of you throw in Ohio State, right? Ohio's always going to be one of those games that I'm always going to be nervous about, even if they haven't won a game all season, right? This is always going to be that way. And that leads me to the Michigan State game. That's in Michigan. It's in fucking East Lansing. You know, there are going to be bum fights and pickpockets and, you know, uh, who knows? You know, like throw, throw your teacher across the street type contests all there in East Lansing. They're garbage people, they're garbage institution, they're garbage fan base. Everything you can think negatively about Michigan State, that's what they are. They've proven it over and over again. But without fail, Michigan State, no matter how bad they are, if we don't take them seriously, they can jump up and bite us. That one always worries me, right? Always. It doesn't matter. Um, two, uh, Penn State, it's at Penn State this year. I don't know if it's going to be, if it's a night game, that's going to be really tough. Uh, I don't think it's, this isn't the typical Michigan team. At least I don't think it is. I think mentally we've gone, we've grown up quite a bit past those uh, Shea Patterson teams that, you know, wilt underneath the pressure. I really do believe that this Michigan team is very mentally stable. So I, I don't think a night game at Penn State would intimidate us, but still, very tough game. Uh, I think we. I think that. I think we win that one. Obviously close. We pull out towards the end, but I think we win that one. Um, 
Minnesota. Eh, I mean, I, I put Minnesota there, Minnesota on there. I don't know why, to be quite honest. After looking at their roster, they lost their running back. They lost their, their starting quarterback. And really, losing Ibrahim was the biggest loss. They, they don't, as far as I know, they don't have anybody to really take his spot. And without him, they were garbage last season. They'll be garbage this season. Uh, so I'm taking Minnesota right off the board there. I'm not really worried about that game. Um, the only reason I guess it would be kind of a problem is that we played Nebraska the week before. Now, Nebraska, I think they're a garbage team, but new coach, it's probably going to be at night. And I will give Nebraska this. That one night game we played there a few years ago, that was an amazing atmosphere. I mean, from what I saw on the TV, that was awesome. It really looked, I mean, it was everything you could imagine college football could be for a night game. 100%. Great, great fourth quarter uh, light show along with the, the song all of it, just fantastic atmosphere. So you throw that in there with an up-and-coming coach, they'll probably have one or two real key wins this season that will catapult them. And I think we Michigan plays them early enough in the season that maybe we hop on them before their confidence gets too high. But that one has me nervous. I think everyone, every Michigan fan or podcast will tell you that's going to be the one that scares people the most next to like Penn State. Um, I think that's going to be one of the more fun ones to watch, to be quite honest with you. Um, Maryland, it's at Maryland. I don't know. Maryland's, like I said, Maryland's hard. They don't really play us incredibly hard. Last year, they kind of did, but they don't really have a running game. Uh, they're, they're great quarterback play, but he's too thin and he can get hurt. We hit way harder. We play way more aggressive than Ohio State does. They provide a lot of problems for Ohio State for some reason. They don't so much give us that money. I know last year, I guess it seemed closer, but not really. I don't know. I'm not really worried about Maryland, but it is definitely one of those teams, like I said, could be the fourth best team in the Big Ten East, which puts them probably top five in the Big Ten. You know, so if you don't take them seriously, they can bite you in the butt. Um, but yeah, I just, I think it all boils down to. Once again, Michigan-Ohio State, because as much as I want Ohio State to win, to lose four games this year, I really doubt it's going to happen. I mean, can it? Sure, anything can happen, and I mean, I would love it. But realistically, let's face it, they haven't lost more than two games in, what, a decade? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? In regular season play, anyways. I, I just don't see them losing three. They may lose two, because I think they're going to... I really do believe coming into the big house, you're just not going to beat us this year in the big house. I just don't think so. I mean, everything plays out. Like if all, you know, if all the key players aren't hurt, wink, wink, Michigan, that's talking about you and our running game. If our running backs are healthy, JJ's healthy, same with them. If all their people are healthy, it's going to be one for the ages once again. But I just, I think Michigan's defense is just better than Ohio State's defense. And I just think we pull out another game and another victory. I think we go undefeated this season. I really do. But these are the games that make me nervous. Uh, I think I've I think I've done a pretty decent job laying out why I think that. Um, 
yeah, I definitely think Michigan. I, but who knows what we're going to do in the playoffs? I really don't know. I mean, that's what really worries me with Michigan. I don't know, man. Last year, I could have told you we were going to bounce TCU all over the place. And two pick sixes and a bunch of stupid plays later, we don't even, we don't even, you know, we're watching TCU get 100 put on them by Georgia. I mean, there's just, when it comes to the postseason, I don't understand Harbaugh and I don't understand Michigan. You know, the, the, the Michigan team that we saw in the regular season was definitely not the Michigan team we saw in the postseason. So I don't know where the disconnect there is, what goes on, but it's shocking to me. So I, I can't call that. But I definitely think we go undefeated again. We probably play, uh, if I had to guess right now, I'm going to say we probably play Iowa in the Big Ten title game as a rematch from two years ago, only because I still like Kate McNamara. Not really a fan of how he how he ended things at Michigan, but still he's a solid, solid quarterback who does make good plays. Eric all his safety nets there. They have a really good defense. I mean, they scored, what, they averaged maybe 14 points a game last year. With that defense, they got they averaged about 21 to 24 points per game, about, right? Um, I say Cade's a, a, a touchdown better of a quarterback. So, you know, they're going to be able to pull out games that they normally wouldn't have last year. I don't think they play a relatively tough schedule. I didn't really look at it. But I would assume they'll probably win about nine games this season. And Wisconsin, I think, is probably a year away from being really good. Um, and then the same with Nebraska. I think Nebraska is probably two years away. But still, I think uh, this is Iowa's year. So I think it's Michigan-Iowa in the Big Ten title game again. Uh, now, if things change, I mean, obviously, this isn't set in stone. But uh, that's it, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back again as soon as spring ball starts up. Or if something interesting pops up, I'll be back. So uh, it's been great. I mean, come on, guys. It's always great to be a Michigan Wolverine. Always and forever, guys. Go Blue.